1: Oklahoma business, down in El Reno, they're also in Bethany as well. So people in the Bethany area know the Diffies really well. But if you're looking for anything new used, um Ford Lincoln or whatever, I'm sure they could find anything you want. Um check them out, Diffyford.net and then on Instagram at DiffieFord Lincoln. This episode is presented by the Choctaw Nation. The Choctaw people have a rich history and a bright future. At the Choctaw Cultural Center, you can take part in a story 14,000 years in the making. Stroll through our immersive exhibits portraying Choctaw life from the moment our ancestors emerged from the Weiha in Mississippian homelands to the Trail of Tears, where we lost so many loved ones, and finally to the modern-day tribe making a positive impact on local communities throughout southeastern Oklahoma. Try your hand at our social dancing and stickball and learn more about our vibrant culture through demonstrations, workshops, and classes. The kids will have a blast in our Luxie Activity Center. The Choctaw Cultural Center is more than a museum. It's a living, breathing experience. Visit ChoctawCulturalCenter.com to plan your visit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike here your host, back with another episode down at Jimmy Austin today in Sooner Country with GM, Director of Operations, Mr. Tyler Woodward. Thanks. What's going on, Mike? Yeah. How are you? Welcome. I, dude, I'm glad we get to do this, right? Because, you know, we've been in the same circles for a very long time and fun to sit down and chat and this is I mean pre-tournament week for us Uh, exciting times for for both of us you know we're both kind of obviously you're, you're at the host club for the Compliance Solutions Championship here at Jimmy Austin and then I'm working for an Sports. who's going to be running the thing. So,
0: yeah, it's we- exciting times for Oklahoma, exciting times for golf. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of lead up to this as we'll dive into. But, uh, you know, it's here uh, and, and it's something that, you know, professional golf in the state of Oklahoma, professional golf in Norman, Oklahoma, uh, something I've been passionate about for a long time. And so for it to be here, you know, one week out, here we go.
1: Yeah, it's and that we'll dive into that as well. Like uh, people, I'm excited because obviously this is the first time that Oklahoma has hosted a corn Ferry tour event, as far as my, as much as I know. I think, yeah. Um, you know, we know Oklahoma is a golf state, but I'm excited for everyone else that you know. You know, even the tour just the tour to show up and be like wow Oklahoma loves golf you know first first year event so we're excited it's going to be next week uh, Thursday through Sunday uh,
0: 22nd through 25th of June but before we dive into all of that stuff tell me a little bit about you born in Edmond Uh, born in Edmond Oklahoma City Um, went to Deer Creek back whenever Deer Creek was out in the middle of nowhere Uh, (laughs) I remember driving out in 92 Uh, you know my folks are driving us out there and we're like where are we going um Bought bought a bunch of acreage out there. Um, went there first through 12th grade. Uh, baseball player and a golfer, um, but you know ultimately my entire family are, are Sooners. Um, so came came to OU after after graduating high school. Um, and, and honestly, you know, grew up at a lot of great clubs in Oklahoma City um, with my uncle being in the business. Um, so I called him and I said, hey, I've made it through my pledge semester. I need. I want to get a job. You know anybody at Jimmy Austin? Um, and he had worked with the, the pro at the time. Uh, back in the day, they were assistants together. So that starts it all in, in late 2004, uh, arrived on property as a, as a young freshman in college. Um, and here we are 2023, uh, and haven't left, haven't left, just progressed. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been a fun ride. Uh, so worked, actually worked in the cart barn for about two months. Um, started teaching a lot of, uh, a lot of junior camps with the professional staff, uh, just because of the background of growing up around a club, um, got moved inside, uh, became one of the assistants as a junior in college, decided at that point, uh, that, that the golf business was going to be for me, uh, did what every good golf pro does. Go ahead and get two business degrees cause you don't need any degrees. Um, uh, but finished that in 2008. And the only short stint that I wasn't at Jimmy, uh, is whenever I moved to Port St. Lucie to get level one and two of the PGA done. Um, and then after those about two and a half months came right back, um, uh, became the tournament director, Got a year and a half later over there, and then uh, got promoted to be the head pro uh, for the previous 12 years, uh, and then coming up on two years as being the GM. So really just a, a joy to be here um, as an alumnus of the university, uh, as somebody who's seen this place kind of progress, uh, you know, in the past almost 20 years. Uh, man, it's just a, just very, feel very blessed and a pleasure to, to be in this role.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you've seen pretty much everything, right? Which is great. To yeah. Have that experience. Uh, back to starting out, was it baseball or golf first? What do you pick up first?
0: Uh, golf club at about the age of one. Okay. Baseball, probably about the next day. Yeah. Um, so, with with my family, you know, baseball and golf has been a huge part of of kind of the our lives, and and so. It kind of went hand in hand with both. I'm, I'm predominantly left-handed, um, with a, with an uncle in the golf business and a dad that that is obviously an avid golfer. Um, I was never going to be a left-handed golfer. Uh, you couldn't get clubs. Uh, it was it was always going to be right-handed. So it actually helped me in baseball, hit from both the left and the right side. Um, but you know, ultimately at the end of the day, had had some opportunities to play some small ball baseball in college, and it, it was it was just kind of a no-brainer. It was time to time to come to OU and 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 can't you know ever change that. Would never change it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like the path was already set, right? Because sure. the family's already involved. You know where you're going to school. It's just part of family
0: history and heritage to go to OU, right? Right. Um, was there any, ever a question to go anywhere else? Yeah. The, you know. Again, there was some small opportunities to play baseball, some JUCOs and some preferred walk ons at some bigger schools, but I think at that point, like like a lot of you know high school athletes, mm-hmm. you reach that time where it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with this. And and that's where golf, like really, honestly, it was, it was one of those things. It's not like I started playing golf then. It, I always played golf to my baseball coaches, you know, disappointment. Yeah. And um, it was always kind of the summertime. We play a hundred games a summer uh, and every game, every day that we weren't playing a game, we were at the golf course. Um, so it was kind of, it was kind of unique in that sense that like a lot of people's stories is you play other sports and then all of a sudden golf becomes that, that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's led to a, you know, so far a a great 19 year career and, and I look forward to, to the future of it. Yeah,
1: definitely. So when you, you know, you say you, you go to step foot on property, 2004, like, you know, you're in your, in freshman year of school. Um, do you think, like, at that time, like, I'm going to do four years of school and then get in the golf business? Absolutely like,
0: not. Was, no? no? No. Last I thing think, you wanted to do? Well, I think it was, you know, it's a funny funny story. Uh, my uncle Jim Woodward, who is, you know, Oklahoma, uh, our section Hall of Fame, yeah. um, played, played at the other... Oklahoma University, um, but just a, you know a, a great, great legend in his own right. I, I remember after two years of working here, and, and and I did. I came to I came to OU thinking I wanted to be in pharmaceutical sales or medical sales um, at the time that I was going through college. If you, you know, there was a very few jobs that were available and it's truly the ones that the guys that had been or guys and gals that had been in the industry for a long time. So I remember calling him and I'm like, Hey, I think I want to be in the golf business. And he's like, can you think of anything else you'd rather do? And and I, I still remember him saying that to me. And, you know, he said it with love and passion, but it was also like, be prepared to starve. Um, but you, you know, if you, if you work hard, like I know you will and and grow those relationships, you'll be successful and it'll be one of the greatest things you did. And, you know, he's, he's been a mentor for me, um, you know, as as well as my dad, uh, just in business in general. Um, But yeah, it was, it was definitely not a, let's go to OU, let's get our degrees, let's get in the golf business to make $22,000 a year. (laughs) So. (laughs) And work 70 hours a week. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but here we are now, now on the other side of it and, you know, to be able to be in the position to, you know, be so involved with our golf teams and with our athletic department and our football coaches and um, you know, it truly is it's it's such a unique position um, to be at the University of Oklahoma and to be at one of the best golf courses in the state of Oklahoma
1: Yeah, yeah, and I can't wait to get the players in here next week and for them to see and hear that and even the fans too like, you know, you can come down and play this place whenever you want pretty much other than a Tuesday um, which like you know, it's great, but at the same time, there's nothing better than seeing a golf course in tournament setup.
0: Oh yeah, and and I can't ever do. I just did an interview right before this one that, you know, they talk about how incredible the place is, and you know, I, I, I appreciate the credit, but it's it, it goes to Cody Elwood, my my superintendent, his staff, um, just the, what an. And, Incredible job they do year in year out. Um, transition zone in Oklahoma, some of the hardest weather to deal with because we are we have you know cool season grass in, in the sense of bent grass for our greens and then Bermuda that that won't wake up and then whenever it does it wakes up with a vengeance. Um, and so we'll we'll get to you know June was June was always the month that I wanted to do one of these events. May is a little bit a little bit dicey with some tornadoes and, and we obviously host uh, men's and women's NCAA regionals. That's something I'm passionate about as well that we consistently host those but June you can control rough height your fairways are growing and healthy I mean right now we're mowing the rough three days a week Uh, we're mowing the fairways two days a week you know as we get into tournament and we've kind of talked through it with with the Corn Ferry staff I mean we can we can control every aspect Um, and and Cody's one of the best out of it in the state and, and he's excited about the opportunity as well yeah, it, uh, I'm excited just
1: to. For, oh, it's a big time for him, right? For Cody, for everyone here. It's like you every, know, everyone in their department's going to do their thing, and and it's just you know, it's it's go time, and and there's been a lot of planning towards it, and it's been fun to be on that side of things to see the operation side of things work rather than being on the player side. Don't get me wrong, I'd love to be playing.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> you yeah. <wouldn't>, you <laughs> exactly. Know? But
1: at the same time, like just how interesting and fascinating it is to be on that the ops side, and I mean, there's so much stuff that goes into it that like. Never was never on the radar for me
0: ever, you know. Yeah, and and, and it is especially first year, first year of an yeah. event, new property. Um, you know, we we've had the privilege of, of working with these guys and gals for for ten to twelve months, so it's you know the relationships are built and, and and there's trust with hey, you know your knowledge of the facility or so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, you know we're 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 putting putting together a really large puzzle, and the production has to be right. Uh, but it's the first of five years, so we're gonna. We're we're going to knock it out of the park, and then we'll, it'll get better
1: every year. Yeah. So before we dive into all that stuff, because I know we'll get into it, tell, for people listening that might not know the history or just a little bit about Jimmy Austin in general, can you
0: give us a little brief overview on Absolutely. You know, how it started, what it is, who's involved? We you know we were we were super fortunate in a lot of ways um, as a university in the sense that you know this is a Perry Maxwell design and Perry Maxwell is is, is obviously very you know the lure of him in Oklahoma and, and around the central United States um, so we're we're fortunate there uh, the bones of the club are are exactly what you would hope for as a golf guy um, or a golf nut you know and then from there it, it was a naval officer's base um, so this was considered South Base um, the barracks were here but it was an officers club. Um, North base being Max Westheimer Airport. Um, so it was a naval air uh, facility. So post, post-war, post the decisions made uh, by the government that it's going to be, you know, all this land is going to be given to the University of Oklahoma. And somebody had to make a decision back then to say, okay, do we build buildings or do we keep this you know the, this incredible golf course that that needed a lot back then, <laughs> um, but you know somebody made that decision to say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna turn this into a university club. Uh, you know I hear it all the time with a bunch of our alumni that come back. As you mentioned, we still offer four unaccompanied times a day. We've become a lot more of a member club, um, but st- I still think it's great that we we provide access to uh, our, our non-members um, because those are your next members and and also the people that come back in town and they can tell. The stories of oh, whenever I played here in the 70s, it was three dollars to come play. Um, it's a little bit, little bit pricier than that now, uh, but with that, the, the conditioning is, is considerably better. Um, so fast forward to 1996, uh, Bob Cup comes in and does a redesign, um, and kept a lot of the Maxwell structure there. Um, the flow of it changed a little routing for a little bit more of the modern game, uh, obviously added a lot of length to it. But that was the first year that irrigation came into the Jimmy Austin golf club at, uh, <laughs> much, in much 1996. <laughs> yeah. Much needed. Yeah. Uh, so you talk about the guys who paid $3. They also talked about losing golf balls in cracks in the middle of the fairway because it was so dry. Um, and so again, 1996 was a big moment. The Austin family stepped up in a, in a humongous way. Um, and that's where we get our namesake from. Uh, and their continued support is, is incredible. Um, and you know, even to the, day um, still around still involved still supporting and I can't thank them enough we fast forward again uh, to 2004 and and I show up and it's uh, it's an incredible property at that point Um, but it still needs a lot of work Um, you know a couple years later Rodney Young my predecessor as the GM comes in and, and he and I were able to accomplish just an immense amount of things with the with the support of our donors, with the support of you know a bunch of executives at OU, um, and, and just the university kind of got behind it and said, okay, if we're you know we do everything one certain way at the University of Oklahoma, so the golf program and the golf course should should match that. Um, and we, we dove into a, another renovation with bunkers, tee boxes, rerouting of some of the holes, again adding length, adding a lot of Xeon and Palisades Zoysia um, all over the golf course. And we reopened in 2017 um, and, and it's you know progressed from there, but that was the last big move. Um, changing the entry drive and the facilities uh, and we've got some great facility things coming. Um, some exciting things, you know, in the pipeline that uh, we'll hope to announce here in the next, you know, six to 12 months. Uh, but, you know, it has, it's just been, it's been a team effort and, and that's what, that's what I've always wanted people to know is like, you know, it's, it's the university golf club, um, and and the university is complete completely behind it. As we've seen with the corn Ferry event as well, mm-hmm. they were whenever I brought it to them, they were so excited and said, "Let's let's knock this thing out of the park."
1: Yeah, it's it's it makes it a lot difficult when you have a membership base that's just like, nah, yeah. we're not closing our golf course for a week in peak golf season in June, sure. right? Yeah. Whereas the opposite happens here. It's like, yeah. We yeah. have guys who are on the tour. We have guys who play this golf course that have have gone to you know the P J Tour and or they're on the Corn Freight Tour or they're trying to, and we want to show the Corn Tour and the U.S. like how good this place is.
0: Well, and that's you're, you're spot on. I mean, the the local support, the the state of Oklahoma you mentioned in the in the opening. I mean, it's a golf state and it's supporting. So many events every time they've come here. So uh, I, I don't see that changing, or I just continue to see it growing. Um, and it is. There's It's a lot of fun. OU guys, OSU guys, Oklahoma City guys. Um, you know, you got Rian Gibson, who, Mr. 55, that, you know, has been on the PGA Tour. He won on the Corn Ferry Tour multiple times. He's going to be here. Um, so he's not an OU guy, but he's <laughs> a transplant Oklahoma guy. Uh, another guy named Josh Creel from Wyoming that won uh, the national championship. Ship at UCO, full tour status. He's been on the PGA tours back on the Corn Ferry Tour. He was a member here for about five and a half years. So, And then, then you bring all of the guys, you know, Chris Goddard up, National Player of the Year, um, Grant Hirschman, All-American, Quade Cummins, All-American, I mean, just Logan McAllister. The list goes on and on and on. Um, and that's that's something that's so exciting for, for our coach, Ryan Hibble, um, what a recruiting tool it can be in the sense that, hey, we're going to host professional golf, you graduate from here, and you win at Jimmy Austin, and that gets you your tour card. Yeah, uh, pretty, pretty awesome, uh, and and something that that not too many clubs are able to do. Yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. It's special, right? And it's special, like I said, for the school,
1: for coach, for just I mean, you just like I said, recruiting tool, right? You get yeah. To show it off, and I think you know it. Yeah, it, it's great to host an event. But it's 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 using the event to your advantage, right? It's, you know, and we've got obviously you've got great support with the chip in club and you've got the foundation that's going to be involved out here. And just the events just going to be used as a vehicle, right, to bring people in, whether it's donors that don't even like they. Yeah, they love golf, but they're not specifically into it as much as they might be into something else. You know, they might want to donate to put money towards a weather building or whatever it is. But it brings—it's so much more than golf as well.
0: Yeah, well, and, and it also, you know, there, there's we've done we've been very fortunate to host a lot of great events here. Um, two USGA public links, a uh, uh, men's and a la- and a ladies, back in '09 and '13. We hosted. I've kind of lost count now, but I think it's eleven or twelve NCAA regionals. Mm-hmm. Um, we've. Hosted Big 12s uh, on the men's side and the women's side. We've done some of these awesome events, um, but this one, this one just hits a little bit different. Um, and that was that was kind of the thought is we're always, like I said, we're always going to support our men's and women's golf teams, and we're going to do that through hosting regionals. and And the relationship with the NCAA has been great. Uh, we we got a little surprise regional last year um, in the sense that you know a, a host course had some issues with their greens, and John Baldwin, the president of the NCAA. Could calls me 22 days before and says, hey, what do you think about hosting a men's regional? <laughs> and, and luckily, Ryan had, had already called me and said, hey, you're going to be getting a phone call. And I'm glad he did that because I would have been like, who is this? You know. Uh, and, and John was great about it. And I, I'll tell you, our staff, again, it goes back to the team that you surround yourself with. It went off. Effortlessly, We won't call it effortlessly. It went off flawlessly, yeah. um, but it was, you know, 22 day turnaround. And that's something, you know, that we take eight to 10 months to prepare for. Um, so just like that, but this, this event, um, it is, it's, it's different. You know, you see, you see the, the hospitality suites going up and you see the rough growing out and you, and, you know, you see the greens that just look like, okay, in any given moment, they're going to be rolling 13. Um, and it, it creates, you know, especially guys around golf and gals around golf. I mean, it gives you a little goosebumps. Makes you, you know, you, I played a couple of holes with some of our donors yesterday, and driving up 18, you know, we've, we've been cart path only for a little bit, but it just looks like championship golf. And then you see the hospitality suites and that are lining 18 fairway, and you go, okay, it's time.
1: Yeah. So for, obviously you've been tournament director and hosted all these events, but so let's dive into how different it is than to have a tour event here other, over like an amateur event or a regional or a college event, you know, obviously there's, there's logistics stuff like the grandstand and and stuff like that, that make it aesthetically look like an event bigger, but from an ops perspective, like, you know, what's, what's, what's it like having the tour come in six months before we talk to you about the golf course and meet with Cody and like, you know, we got plenty of time to
0: dive into that stuff. Well, and, and that is, I mean, it's, it's a whole nother dynamic that, that you kind of expect, with a larger event that that's going to happen and more meetings and more site visits and so on and so forth. But I mean, the, the tour referees obviously that came in and that will be here for this week, the two, you know, advanced guys are incredible. Um, obviously super experienced whenever it comes to tour golf and, and, you know, one of them worked for golf Canada. And and so different, different kind of dynamics and and backgrounds. Um, but it is, I'd, I'd say the biggest difference for me is, is working with a host organization. Um, because, most events I shouldn't say most all the events that we've hosted um, the NCAA does come in the USGA does come in but it's my staff and and it's my people that are getting the volunteers and, and, and being that if there's something that needs to be done, it's us. Um, so there's a little bit of excitement in that because you know, okay, yeah, this is what we're going to key on, and we almost act as a little bit more as the host course or the landlord, as I jokingly say to, to a lot of the Anera Sports staff. Um, but it is. It's it's also kind of taking a step back and, and standing in the lane of okay, this is what this is what we're here for, and this is what they need from us. But you know, those lanes cross over so many times. Um, one of the biggest parts of, of you know saying yes to this. Event was figuring out who that host organization was, and, and Rob Addington, the, the president and CEO of Venera Sports, uh, was. You know, I was I said this in, in another interview. I was walking around in Dillard's. I had. A, I was going to a wedding, and I needed a dress shirt. And he called me, and I answered it, and it was a number I didn't recognize. And normally, I'm like, i ah, leave me a voicemail, and then I'll call you back or whatever else. But I answered it, and it was Rob. And I literally walked around the men's area for about two hours talking to him on the phone, all about what this corn ferry tour event could look like in Norman, Oklahoma, and the salespeople just had to think, "Who is this guy? What is he doing?" And and finally, by the end, by the time I hung up, I walked over and I got a shirt in like less than three minutes, and it was like, "Okay, this this could have been a lot easier." Um, but I tell you that to say, I mean, the the people that you're working with um, at Aneris Sports are incredible. Um, Aaron, you know, Gasparo, the the tournament director, Kathleen, the assistant, you, I mean, all of, all of these folks are people that I enjoy being around. And that's, that's, what's important because it is, it's a lot of hours. It's a lot of early mornings. It's a lot of late nights. um, But there's going to be some, some fun. And and obviously there's going to be a lot of reward in it whenever, you know, we, we, you know, have the champion hoisting the trophy on Sunday and we can say, okay look what we've been able to accomplish. Look what we still have to do to clean all this up and look what we got to do for the next four years minimum. <laughs> so, but it is, it's, it's a, it is a organizational, um, puzzle um that that to me poses a new challenge Mm -hmm. um and kind of creates some excitement in in my day-to-day um we just hosted a regional last month um so my guys are are prepped and ready for uh early mornings and late nights uh but yeah it's 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 a it's a whole whole different ball game for sure
1: yeah those i i told somebody yesterday um the ping rap uh Oh, what's his name? It's not, it wasn't Kendall. It was the other guy. What's his name? He's uh, great. Yeah, uh, Doc Cochran. Cochran. Yes, yeah. he's great. He was like, uh, "Do you get to enjoy next week?" I was yeah. like, "No, dude, <laughs> no. I'm going to be here at four thirty every morning, <laughs> right. I won't leave until sundown." Yeah. He goes, "Really?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Why are you here so early?" I'm like, "The volunteers show up at five. We have to be here before the volunteers." Yeah. So, needless to say, I will not be living. I will not be sleeping in my own bed.
0: I'm going to be in a hotel a mile away all week next <laughs> yes. week. Yes, well, it's going to be great, and it is. It, though, like we said, there's you take. Those small, and and maybe maybe like the lack of sleep makes it feel like you're enjoying it more. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you look back on on the week and you go, okay how did we pull that off and right. and and glad it glad it went the way it did No, it's going to be awesome
1: i can't wait to see just the look on the members faces the look on guest faces OU fans you know just people in the city of norman i mean scott with the chamber has been great you know yeah. telling everyone and pushing it you know and he's super excited obviously for the impact that the tournament's going to bring to the city not just the university but it's uh, it's going to be a great event We're super excited and for people listening we put a link to tickets in the email just dist- uh, Link to tickets. Um, has issued a severe weather oh, it, oh, good. It, yeah, it, it's that's Oklahoma. Always, that's always fun. Yeah. We got weather alerts. But <laughs> so. I'll, I'll put a link to tickets in the description. Um, the other thing I kind of want to talk about a little bit is just a little bit more about, you know, just how people listening might not be golfers, right? Like a lot of people listen to this podcast. They love Oklahoma. So sure. this is just a part of it talk a little bit about the golf program in general like how golf in Oklahoma especially at the University of Oklahoma has been great and has been kind of a focus obviously people know OU football and recently shout out to Coach Gasso you absolutely know, the in soon, <laughs> yeah. you know seven national championships people love softball and one basketball season but golf is huge here uh, so talk a little bit about kind of the golf program, as, as you understand it from your side of, you know, being a management men's and women's programs.
0: Yeah, it, it is. You know, we've, we've, kinda had a resurgence of golf. Um, you know, on the men's side, they won the nineteen eighty nine national championship. Um and, you know, the coach back then was Greg Gross and he's he's actually the Norman High coach. So back involved with junior golf and and amateur golf, you know, which is which is awesome for him. Um but, you know, it's it's it is, it's one of those. You you go to OU for OU football. Um and and you know one of one of our probably I would say, you know, one of my close friends, but uh, definitely like a big foot of golf is Anthony Kim. Uh, He came here in 2004. He could have gone anywhere. Any, any college he wanted to go to. He's from California, from the L.A. and Palm Desert area. And he, you know, during his interviews coming through, like, why did you choose OU? And it's like, I went to a football game. He's like, I can play golf anywhere, but I can't get that excitement. Um, so OU is. It's OU football. It's OU softball as of, as of the last decade and a half uh, or more. But, um, you know, so we've, we've had that momentum. We won the, the Big 12s in 2006, um, which was, you know, a big, big, big deal. Um, then we kind of went through a little bit of a darker area um, and didn't, didn't have the success that, you know, it wasn't the OU brand that that we want and, and what we needed. Um, and then we get this guy from Georgia. I mean, goodness gracious, uh, older brother, you know, <laughs> wins, wins the Rose bowl and is the, you know, the MVP of the Rose bowl in, in Nate Hibble. Um, so we get Ryan um, and he was an all American at Georgia, just a stud, played some professional golf, had some injuries that kind of slowed him down. But get this young guy that really is unproven. Uh, And kudos to Joe, Joe Castiglione for finding kind of that diamond in the rough, like he's so famous for doing, uh, in a lot of, a lot of areas in a lot of ways. Uh, and Ryan came in and changed the whole personality of OU golf. Um, I jokingly tell him all the time, his dad was a football coach. Obviously his brother was a stud at football. Ryan coaches golf like football. Um, could look like a football player. Oh my goodness. Yes. (laughs) And, and, and like, and he, what he, what he preaches, he practices. I mean, a lot of times, you know, he's going out there and competing with his guys and and this is you know whenever he first got here his first juco transfer that changed again helped kind of mold where OU men's golf has gone is abraham answer uh and I, he calls me he said man we got this guy this is this guy could change everything and I'm, I'm like okay and you know i drive down there he's like come watch him drive down there pull up and and you know we're down on the south end of the range and i'm like all right where's he at and he's like I'm like what you know this kid who's 5 feet tall yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. you know looks look like looks like he's about 15 he's <laughs> like you know 5'4 five, 5'5 five, five. but then he swung the club and the sound was different uh, you know Little, little did I know he was the Jack Nicholas JUCO Player of the Year. He's transferring to OU and and really did kind of jumpstart uh, the men's golf program. On the on the ladies side, Veronique druin and Latrell um, comes from you know again this great golfing past of playing and and being involved in golf. to Has some great recruiting. Um, Josh Avanel wins the individual national championship for our women's program. Um, so you know it's kind of we got that injection of like. Adrenaline, like okay, now what? What do we do next? And it instantly went to facilities, um, and and the, their support through Todd Hamilton and some of the other past players was was humongous to get the Charlie Coe Center. At that time, in a really great spot. But you know since then, you know the name Ransom means a lot around here. Um, but you drive in on Ransom Drive. Uh, you drive past the Ransom Family Shore course. you know, Jy Ransom, the most unassuming guy I've ever met, one of the one of the best um, just golf people to be around. Uh, steps up and and sees buys into what's what what they're building um, and and has continued his support we've got a big renovation in facilities coming uh, you know early or late this this year early next year that again takes us you know is a compliment to that ransom short course is a compliment to the renovation of the whole Charlie code to what you know what is now expected whenever you're recruiting these these next next generation of champions um, with indoor facilities and simulators and in the whole thing thing um and and so we have we've we've ridden that wave of momentum and taken it to the top um and you know comes back with a 2017 national championship with the men um, a, sadly a runner up <laughs> to pepperdine a couple years later um, but we're in that conversation for um not only just the transfer portal, you go Jonathan Brightwell, all American first team. Next year, Chris Goddard, all American first team, national player of the year. Um, and, and that's that's the thing. It's it's you know, the challenge with recruiting kids to Oklahoma now is that you are going to as a freshman be battling for that six or seven spot. And we'll have something. We'll have the Drew Goodmans that have played every event since he stepped on campus as a true freshman. Which is amazing. Uh, which is amazing. And, and something that constantly... But that's also one of those things, too, that as, as a recruiter, Ryan is really great about knowing, like... into the process we're going to be competing for national championships every single year and and that's the most important thing uh we're going to we're going to be hoisting trophies across the country everywhere we go we're going to be we're going to be getting everybody's best because they want to beat oklahoma um and that's you know that gets me excited. Um, Jonathan Moore uh, was just hired as a, as our associate head coach, um, and what a what a talented you know golfer in his own right. Um, he he also played at the other school, um, so we've got a little coach <laughs> at the other school. Yeah, coached. Yeah, was the strength and conditioning coach. <laughs> yeah. So a little crossover there, but but that just goes to show. Um, if you create an atmosphere and an environment to win championships, it doesn't matter what your past or your history or where you went to school or wherever else, um, people want to be involved. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's something that I can't speak highly enough of, of both of our coaches. Um, and, and that's, what's, what's awesome about my job as well. Not only do I get to run this operation, I get to be involved with them and, and work with the players and work with, you know, all of them, uh, to, to be their best.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to the perks in a little bit of being in your role but <laughs> yeah. yeah when I saw the J Moore hire I mean Jonathan's been on the podcast and his story is incredible um, for people listening if you haven't heard that podcast I, uh, I would just search Jonathan Moore and listen to Coach McGraw's podcast with him too because that's another fantastic storyteller and that was his coach at the time sure. um, but Jay Moore like I mean, he, he hit the winning point in the Walker cup, Yeah, you know, he would have been an incredible golfer had he not had injury. And then obviously a passion for strength and fitness kind of got taken under the wing and, and has been working, you know, at the other school for a long time, but he needed, this was his breakthrough, right? Yeah. You know, to be an assistant here is huge. And, you know, it's, uh, I'm excited to see what he will do here as well. Uh, not only obviously, you know, just as a coach, but just for the guys and strength and fitness and how that's coming forward. And, yeah. you know, it's, uh, I, I, the first photo I did see with him holding the one up but in the red, jersey, it was like it's a little different. Yeah,
0: I'm not used to seeing that. I know. I'm used it, to seeing you in you know in a different color. It, so. it, it is, and, and you know, not to not to talk too much about uh, you know, well, to talk too much about Ryan's success. Yeah. I mean, you talk about the great coaches in any sport, mm-hmm. and you talk about their their lineage and their coaching tree. Um, you know just just in the short 14 years that Ryan's been a head coach um Blake Smart his first assistant is the head coach at um oh god did he go to um Purple Place the Frogs no who went there yeah so so that's our most recent okay so but Blake's the head coach D1 school Jim Garen uh went to Coastal Carolina uh-huh. uh Stepped away from coaching for some personal reasons for a little bit. He's back at Miami now. Uh, just announced as an assistant. Bill Alcorn literally was an assist, a volunteer assistant at Baylor. Ryan saw something in him, like good coaches do, um, and brought him up six years with us. And now he's the head coach at TCU. Um, and, and with Jonathan, I mean, it's it's just a matter of time with any assistant um, with with the right you know, mentality in the right environment. That's, that's the goal. Uh, Ryan is grooming these guys and gals to become the next head coaches in the industry. And, and, you know, it's, it's always, it's always fun. And it's also always a challenge that, you know, you're all of a sudden you're grooming your competition. Uh, but that's what, that's what good coaches do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're right. And then they have that Mr. Miyagi moment, right? Where they're coaching against the assistants. they've Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about perks of being in your role because I think one of the things people probably don't realise is, you know, like I said, you're you're you know you're, you're an employee of the university effectively, right? Exactly. The university's golf course and you probably have one of the best roles, meaning you don't sit in an office building in the middle of Norman. You're on a golf course. Yes, you have a pretty sick office, but at the same time, like you can be outside in 10 feet, you know? So, uh, and you're around golfers and and just the one thing that, that kind of brought me to golf. Like my granddad brought me into golf when I was six and kind of have a wooden five iron and I still have it. It's one of my best prized possessions, but once I got older, I realized that golf again is the avenue to meeting and and, and not networking because I hate the word networking because, you know, it's just a buzzword. But the people you get to meet and be around and play golf with and, you know, you're around a lot of cool people, but seeing them on a golf course is different to meeting them on the street or seeing them in their office building.
0: You bet. Well, and, and you hit it on. I mean, to be... To be able to work at at the place that I went to school uh, means so much to me. Um, But then from there, to be able to work with the people. been very fortunate. Uh, Coach Bob Stoops is a close friend and, and somebody that, you know, during his time at OU, obviously with the success comes a lot of hours and a lot of work for him. But he was famous for sending me a text or giving me a call, hey, Tyler, you got 15 minutes. And he was always the driver. That's all he ever wanted to work on. And he never could figure out why his scores would not get lower. <laughs> and I said, well, we're, next 15 minutes needs to be chipping and putting. Uh, and I still joke with him to, the, to this day um, that, you know, but. All of our coaching staff, from our basketball coaches um, over the years, have been been incredible um, in Lon Kruger and, and Porter Moser now, um, but it does golf is different. Golf is one of those things because. Um, If you run into these people on the street, this is what, this is what happens to them all the time. Um, And that's part of why they're compensated the way they are and and why they're in the roles that they are. But people want to say, hey, you're Bob Stoops, or hey, you're Brent Venables. And like, they feel obligated, not even obligated, but they, they talk to them and, and they don't have that level of privacy. You fast forward to like a golf course and all of a sudden they, this is like enjoyment. Um, this is a place, a retreat, um, and, and that's what every time we have a coaching change, uh, you know, Brent uh, is. I'm working my magic to get him more into golf, um, but he is so uber focused on football. Um, but that's one of those things to where we do we do a great fundraiser in Palm Desert, California, every year, and and, and obviously all every year in the 25 years our coaching staff um, come out that aren't in season. Um, so our golf coaches, our football coaches, and it is it's it's kind of a nice getaway for them it's a great interaction with a large group of donors um, but I always tell anytime we have new coaches I'm like don't think of this as a, a place of work this is a place where you get away and and even if it's 20 minutes to hit some range balls or if it's three and a half hours to go play around at golf this is a place a retreat for you guys to, to utilize and and it is you 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 cannot believe the different Groups of people that come out um, from you know the the wealthiest of donors to the biggest celebrities in OU and non OU um, that everything's kind of a level playing ground on the golf course because golf is the most humbling game out there um, and so it is it's it's been unique it's been it's been fun I look forward to to the next twenty years hopefully twenty years plus God willing um, to to continue to create that that retreat and that environment yeah
1: well and it's also a fun fun position to be. In. Because, like, you know, you're, you're playing golf with someone you've looked up to, you've idolized, you've watched on Absolutely. TV for so long. And then when they see you or someone like you and a similar standard hit a golf shot, they are, they are idolizing you, right? right. They're chasing <laughs> it
0: that. Is, yeah. like, it is. It, yeah. It's it, such it, a weird transition. But it, it is it, because, yeah, it's like, okay, one of the winningest coaches of all time, you know, Hall of Famer, first yeah. ballot, Bob Stoops. And he looks there and he will text and call and be like, how do I do this? And I'm like, okay, I, I do, you know, he's of, of that age group to where I, I was, I was young enough. And then obviously while I was in school, he was the guy. Um, and, and it is, it's that, it's that little bit of that aha moment of like, okay, you know, and, and, and again, the PGA of America means so much to me. My, I've got my membership in 2012 um, and it is, it's, it's a, it's a small group a small fraternity of people that have made the commitment to be the professionals in our industry. Uh, and it, and that does, that, that is what sets us apart in in that sense. Um, And so I've always been a a big, passionate person. And this comes from my uncle. If you're going to be a a golf professional, you're going to be a good golfer. There's certain times like Advance Week and leading up to large events that that I'm not playing as much. But, you know, even yesterday, I I, I made a point to go out with a couple of our big donors to go play six holes. Um, And it was easy to say, no, i got too much stuff going on, but golf is the reason why I'm in this position, and golf is the reason why I chose this girl. I'm going to use that clip to show
1: Aaron and (laughs) and everybody at the Inera team when I want to play golf. Right, yes, yes. (laughs) It's prospecting for future events Obvious. Exactly. And, uh, no, you're right though. It's it's such a great vehicle and such a great sport. Um, you know, it can be extremely frustrating at times. And you mentioned the word humble. I think it's the perfect word for it because I was explaining to someone this morning. You know, they're like, they sent me a, a video of like, you know how expensive golf is and I said thankfully I don't have to pay that much right. um, but he, they were like hey I'm thinking of getting into golf and I just my response was you will hit 99 shots that make you want to snap clubs and get extremely screen, screen frustrated but that one shot that you flush down the middle brings you back will bring you back every time when yep. you're hooked right yeah um you mentioned you know being a great golf professional and being a great golfer where's the passion for teaching come from because that's different
0: it is um you know it, throughout uh throughout the progression of as you know of a career i think you kind of take a little bit um of you know the, the fork in the road and you, you make those decisions on on what role you kind of want to be in as, as a pga professional and 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 i do i still have a lot of passion for teaching um sadly the the time is, is what has, has diminished my, my teaching. Um, you know, I I feel like now it it seems like the teaching that I do are for, for friends. And and again, a lot of, a lot of our OU staff and, and so on and so forth that, you know, it's not about necessarily making, making financial decisions to teach. Um, fortunate to have, uh, you know, three golf professionals uh, and one one director and one one that is my lead instructor. So four golf professionals, really, uh, but one that just teaches. Uh, and and that is that's that's a route that that you know through through his career he kind of transitioned through out of the operations side or still involved in it. But you know, a lot of people make that decision to just teach. I don't know if that was ever going to be me. Um, I enjoy the heck out of it. Uh, the ch- there's so many challenges, and just like anything in, in professional world, it's all about how you communicate. Um, and and teaching golf again, one of the hardest things to do is communicate the feeling and, and the movement. And you know, the, obviously we have a lot of technology that helps us, you know, visualize that a lot more. Um, but still, kind of the old school teacher in the sense um, of feels and 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 so on and so forth. But it is. It's it's one of those things i i I don't necessarily envy the guy that teaches all day long um i I like a little little diversity in my in my work day um but it's it's something that that the core of of the pga membership is built on yeah it's it's fantastic and
1: yeah i mean there's not much more to say on that It, it is really cool to do and i think it's something special about you know everyone kind of remembers their first teacher, right, their first sure. golf coach, their baseball coach, their soccer coach, whatever it is, like it's it's just another arm of that and it's, you know, we've said this multiple times already, but golf is not just about playing golf, it goes a lot further than that's right personal development and all the other things that go around it so yeah you definitely play a huge role in that and i agree i wouldn't i couldn't teach all day at i have patience for it <laughs> yeah i don't like uh, being in the sun that
0: long exactly yeah if, if it's a if it's in the air conditioned uh, michael collie training center it's pretty yes. good uh, but you know for for a pale guy like myself uh, we need some shade yeah right
1: uh two more things uh one thing is what is one of the best gifts that you've received? Because if someone walks into your office, there is a lot of really you could spend an hour looking at all the things in your office. There is a lot yeah. of cool personal signed things, gifts that you've sure. had from being here almost twenty years.
0: Yeah, anything stand out? Well, and, and, and you're spot on. You know, as an OU guy, uh, there's a lot of a lot of OU memorabilia in the office, and, and that is that is neat. Um, the I'd, I'd say it's two parts. Um, more recently. Um, you know the Big 12 championship rings that that we've been able to win. Uh, you know our men's golf program, and 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 Ryan, you know, says it every every time. Uh, this we've won three now, um, and and he, you know, he's very very kind to include me in on that. But he was like, you're just as much a part of the team as anybody else. Um, so those those are really cool. So the recent ones, um, but one of the first gifts I've ever received and this was well before I had an office. Um, It was right after I decided that I was gonna get into the golf business, one of my dad's friends gave me a really cool framed uh, clip uh, or shot by shot of Ben Hogan. Um, and, and it sits right behind my desk. Uh, it's the first thing you see uh, behind me uh, is that, and it's, you know, it's everybody that is a golfer knows what Hogan swing means um, and just the true pureness of it. Um, and it's probably a piece that, you know, people do, they see all the sign stuff and then they go, Ooh, where is that from? And it's, it's probably not the, you know, the frame has been beat up over the years moving around from office to office. But it's something that whenever I received it, it was this will hang, you know, hopefully this will hang in, in your office one day as, as a PGA golf professional. And it, and it is it's it's a great piece. Um, so I would I would have to say that's that's probably number one. Yeah. That's and then and then I have to say this as well. The pictures of my kids and my <laughs> wife. <laughs> that's definitely one A and one B. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it is. It, again, it goes back to that that OU family. Uh, there's a lot of cool cool swag in there and, and it grows every year I, I need bigger walls right I'm sure you get a lot of requests from the family like, oh yes hey yeah. I, you know if, if
1: I know Blake's having his golf tournament out here can we get him to sign a basketball like right. you know or whoever's coming out or hey if AK swings by yeah. you know, if, well, you know I, I'm, we're not going to talk about AK because you talk about him every day and people <laughs> that's probably the one thing you're sick and tired of talking about <laughs> He's- but it is great to have a relationship that you have with Absolutely. AK and, and just the legend of golf that he is and what could have been who knows um, the last thing I want to talk about though is just the fact that this golf tournament compliance Mm -hmm. solutions championship is going to be here this year and the next five years, right? Yeah. This year. And then four more years, um, like thanks to Mark Lambert for his, you know, his huge commitment, um, you know, ORU grad and and just loves golf and wants to bring golf to Oklahoma. Um, you know, we obviously wouldn't be here without him. And, and huge shout out as well to our kind of advisory committee, you know, local members and people around that have just been a massive help to this golf tournament and get it, you know, off the ground. And, um, just for five years like how you know how do you approach it knowing you approach it differently knowing that you're going to be not just a one year golf tournament right Absolutely. so what's different and how do you approach it because it's a five year thing
0: well and it is you, you touched on it with compliance solutions Inc and Mark Lambert and and the commitment to what this takes and and, and again you know putting putting together this large large operation um, but it does it, it creates a lot of excitement it, it gives you a little bit of the feeling that we don't have to show all of our cards year one um obviously we want it to be you only get one first impression um and and again with with a, a standing event professional golf event in oklahoma i, I just think the the growing support and, and the continued support is going to be incredible i i look for you know the the stories to come though yeah. um this year you know just again the ou the osu guys the Oklahoma guys. You know, I think the greatest thing that could happen, you know, in my opinion, being being a, a born Okie would be one of those guys to win this. And that leads them to their path to the PGA Tour. Um, but this is just year one. Um, you know, the the stories and the dynamics to come are going to be incredible. Um, and, and so just stay tuned and and keep supporting it and uh, and come out and, and, and enjoy what a beautiful facility we have. Come out and walk the grounds and, and truly experience what Perry Maxwell design Beautiful Oklahoma sunsets and sunrises really are. Mhm. Yeah, and if you're not a golfer, you can still come out here
1: and have your event or a wedding or anything out here. That exactly. too, not just golf. That's right. um, but yeah, Tyler, thanks so much for spending uh, forty-five minutes sharing some awesome stories and just sharing a little bit about yourself and, and the history of, of Jimmy Austin and the OU Golf Program. Super excited to be here for the next two weeks. Um, you know, working on the Compliance Solutions Championship. For people listening, it is June twenty-second through the twenty-fifth. You can go to ComplianceSolutionsChampionship.com to buy tickets. Uh, if you're under fifteen, you get in for free if you're active military or were military you get in for free all the information about that is on the website as well Um, yeah we hope to see you out here it's going to be awesome weather looks good Um, hopefully no Severe weather uh, We'll get it <laughs> yeah. Let's get it today This week So yeah. we don't get it next right. week But um, yeah For people listening I'll put all the Links for information Down in the description And again Thanks Tyler For sharing some awesome stories And yeah. uh, we'll catch you next episode
0: Yeah look, look forward to some cocktails This week to end the day <laughs>
1: Yes Definitely Club specials And oh, what is What is the cocktail of choice uh, Yeah It's, it's definitely going to
0: be The club special
1: Alright so, There yeah. it is for people listening Order a club special And we will see you In Norman At Jimmy Austin Next week Cheers Hope you guys enjoyed that great episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, huge shout out to our sponsors, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, sharing Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, go to www.Oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Our other sponsor, the Chickasaw Nation Oklahoma business, down in Al Reno, they're also in Bethany as well. So people in the Bethany area know the Diffies really well. But if you're looking for anything new used, um Ford Lincoln or whatever, I'm sure they could find anything you want. Um check them out, Diffieford.net and then on Instagram at DiffieFord Lincoln. This episode is presented by the Choctaw Nation. The Choctaw people have a rich history and a bright future. At the Choctaw Cultural Center, you can take part in a story 14,000 years in the making. Stroll through our immersive exhibits portraying Choctaw life from the moment our ancestors emerged from the Nani Weha in Mississippian homelands to the Trail of Tears, where we lost so many loved ones, and finally to the modern-day tribe making a positive impact on local communities throughout southeastern Oklahoma. Try your hand at our social dancing and stickball and learn more about our vibrant culture through demonstrations, workshops, and classes. The kids will have a blast in our Luxie Activity Center. The Choctaw Cultural Center is more than a museum. It's a living, breathing experience. Visit choctawculturalcenter.com to plan your visit.
0: Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too